This is Gemara Yuma Daf Lamid Vav, the Daf for the first day of Shavuos. All the learning for this month, the month of Sivan, the month of Kabbalah Satayra, has been generously sponsored as a special schos shidduch for Yisrael Chaim and Devayir Mir Tashem. We should hear fabulous news and share in Simchas together in the schos of the entire Chabura's learning. Of course, Ola Chaydem Yivko Baba Shevin Avtali Siyum Echol Esther Menu and Vega Chaim and Sarsh Sam Siyum Eitzos Arbas Kenendol Itabas Siyum Es Chayso Yisrael Ben Mindel Yadzer Peretz Yisraelish Shalom Shalomit Bas Noami. We pick it up in the bottom of Lamid Hey Amid I'm sure everyone realized the incredible Siat Deshmaya of having an Erev Shavuiz Daf all about the Chiv to learn the complete obligation of Talmud Torah. But now we get back to Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur on Shavuiz. How beautiful, says the Mishnah on the bottom of Lamed Hayamid Beis. So the Kain Gadol comes to his par, to his pole, his bull. And the bull was situated between the Ulam and the Mizbeach. We're going to have a bunch of beautiful pictures today depicting exactly where this was, which we'll show in a moment when we get to the Gemara. Roishoi, the head of the bull, was Ladarim, is to the south, Upan of Lamairov, and he was facing the west. And the Kain is in the west, east. Upon of Lamairov, and the Kain is facing towards the west. And he rests, as we'll see also today exactly how he does this, but he, or exactly, yeah, he rests his two hands on the animal. And he says, Vido, he confesses. And this is what the Kain Gadol says. Of course, it's going to be very familiar, as this is what we say on Yom Kippur during when we say over the Avaida. Hopefully this year, Mir Tzashem, there will be back the Avaida of the Kain Gadol and Beis HaMikdash. What does he say? Please, Hashem, Avisi, Bashati, Chatasi. Three different types of Averis, three different levels of Averis. As we'll see in the Gemara, we send the Lefanech in front of you, Ani Ubeisi, myself and my household. Anna Hashem, please, Hashem, Kabar Nala Avinis Labsham Chatayim. Forgive me for. Which obviously are corresponding to Avisi, Pashati, and Chatasi. Again, in the Gemara, we're going to see exactly what level of Avera sins these are. Like it says in the Torah. What would everyone answer? Everyone in the entire base of Migdash would respond in unison. They would bless the Shem's name forever and ever. So we're up to the first bull, the first confession. The Kain Gadol, we have the bull standing to the Mizrach and the Ulam, which we're going to talk about exactly where that was right now as we turn over to Lamed Vavam and Aleph. And as well, we learned the vidui, the confession that the Kohen Gadol says. Says the Gemara, Man Sham is laid, Amr ben Ulam Safin. Who is one that holds that the area between the Ulam and the Mizbeach is called north? The reason why we're saying it's called north is Rashi over here explains is that the rule is as we learned that in the Gemara Zvachim is called Kachei Kachim all, all the highest level of Karbana is Kachei Kachim Shchitasan Basafayim their Shchita their slaughtering has to be in the north so says the Gemara our mission just taught us that it has to be between the Mizbeach and the Ulam says the Gemara who is that opinion that holds the Ulam that area between the Mizbeach and the 
Ulam is called north. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Lazar, Brav Shimin, he. So first, let's just show, get a basic understanding of what's going on. The picture in front of you, you see that is the Mizbeach. Everyone obviously should realize that we spoke out in the live share. The Mizbeach was massive. We're talking 32 Amois. It's about 50 feet by 50 feet, 13, uh, 15 feet tall. Massive, absolutely massive, which maybe we'll get a bit more of a perspective when we see a 3D picture in a moment. Here is the, as you see on the left, the sanctuary the antechamber, the heichal, the ulam, and that is the shaded area that the Bainam is Bayach and the Ulam. That is what we just learned is where the Shechita is. So the Gemara is asking who calls that area north? And if you look at the compass in the bottom right hand corner, you'll start understanding what's going on over here. There's, there's four directions obviously. So why is that area referred to as Shechita Basafa and Shechita in the north? Let's see. So the Gemara says, Rav Lazar Rav Shimon. Why is Rav Lazar Rav Shimon? The time you've learned in Araisa. Ezehu Safain. What is considered North with respect to the Chatzar. Says the Gemara, we have a bunch of opinions. Mikirsham is phony from the wall of the north of the Mizbeach, Va'ad Kaisala Azara, and until the wall of the Azara of the courtyard itself, who can negate Kolam is Beach Kulay Safa Opinion number one, that's Rav Yisrav Yehuda. Again, when we show a picture, we'll really get a beautiful perspective exactly each opinion of Lazarev Shimon Moisif Avin Ulul Mizbeach, which of course that sounds very Familiar. That's what we just said. That's why we're saying Rav Lazar Rav Shimon is our Mishnah because he said the same words. But let's remember it was Moisif. He added on to the previous opinion. Rebbe Moisif, I'm of Jesus Ragli Kehanim, I'm of Jesus Ragli Israel. Obviously, everyone is expanding it out. Rebbe adds on the area where the Kehanim and the Israelim walk. Avo Menachalifa is left name. For the area referred to as the Khalifais, which was where the Lishka of the knives was kept, and inward are called Maidim Shapasal. So everyone agrees it's possible, says the Gemara, Lamer of Lazar of Shimini. Should you say that our mission is of Lazar of Shimon, Veloy Rebbe? That's what the Gemara is suggesting right now. So before we continue, let's understand. Here, courtesy of Art Scroll, we see a beautiful picture, and we'll see a 3D picture, courtesy of Kalalashan, in a moment. But here you see there of Lazar of Shimon adds on A, the first area. Rav Yossi, Rav Yehuda adds on the area we'll call opposite the Mizbeach. And Rebbe goes even before the Mizbeach. So basically, if we were walking in to the uh, compound of the Beis HaMikdash, we're in the Azara. So first thing we're going to hit is the uh, the area where the Israelim walk. That's where I'm going to have to stop. Then you get to the area where the Kehanim walk. Then you get to the Mizbeach. Then you get to the area between the Mizbeach and the Ulam. Then you get to the doors of the Ulam itself. And each opinion, Rebbe, Rav Yossi, Rav Yehuda, and Rav Shimon, each one is adding on more area as you walk forwards. Over here, this is what the Gemara said that everyone agrees is not. This is called the Chamber of the Nice Lishka of excuse me, the, the Lishka of the Khalifas, as the Mishnah, as the Gemara called it, that area on the sides, 15 Amis each, Rashi explains, that area is where they store their knives, and that area, everyone agrees, is not called north. And, um, Okay, we'll see that in one moment. Let's just get a few 3D pictures and we'll get a... Here we go. So first of all, here you see, this was the perspective I was referring to. You see that the Kayin is only coming up to not even half of the Mizbeach. All the Kayhanim are there as the Kayin Gadol rests his hands on the par, starting his Vidoy process. And again, here we're going to see the opinions in a bit more of a 3D. will give us a little more of a perspective. This was opinion number two, Rav Yisra Rav Yehuda, was, you see that's the middle area. This was Rav Lazar Rav Shimon, which we suggested was the Mishnah, including higher up, and this is Rebbe, including even the body 
Adam, which was the Ezes Kehanim and Ezes Yisrael, but everyone agrees that the Biza Khalifa, so side areas, is not included. So the Gemara now wants to say, does everyone agree with the laws of Shimon and Arabi? Answers the Gemara, no. Afilu Tema Rabbi. We could agree that it even is the opinion of Rabbi. Why? Says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, Rebbe, what's he adding on? He's adding on not only to Rav Lazar Rav Shimon, he, I'm sorry, Rav Yisrael Yudah, he's really adding on also to Rav Lazar Rav Shimon. If that is true, then the, when we say that the Mishnah is Rav Lazar Rav Shimon, does it, it actually means, does, uh, I'm sorry, let me say it clearly. When we said, that the Mishnah is Rav Lazar, that means it's not Rebbe. Because if each one is adding on to the other, and we're saying it's Rav Lazar Rav Shimon, that means we're clearly saying it's not Rebbe. So how the Gemara's question was, Rav Lazar Rav Shimon, Rebbe? Rebbe? We're saying, no, it's even Rebbe. Gemara says, it can't be. Because Rebbe's adding on to Rav Yehuda, but he's not adding to Rav Lazar Rav Shimon, meaning he is. And therefore, if it's Rav Lazar Rav Shimon, it's not Rebbe. Again, let's just explain one more time based on uh, the, the simplest picture here, as you see over here, Rebbe is adding on to Lazar Rav Yehuda, who's adding on to Lazar Rav Shimon. So if he suggests the Mishnah's Lazar Rav Shimon, that means it's clearly not also Rebbe, because he's adding on further outward. Says the Gemara, no, and I'm not reading, this is what I meant. I Rebbe, Nikma Bekula Azara. Ah, if it's Rebbe, then, what should we say? We should say that it's the entire Azara. Elamai. Rather, what are you going to have to say? Rav Rav Shimini. It's Rav Rav Shimini. So why do we say it should go all the way out to the right wall? Why? Because we don't want the Kain Gadol to walk very far because he could be weak. The same answer. Again, let's just explain this. One more time to keep everything nice and simple. So, first of all, yeah, let's start with here. This is where the bull, the power was. Bein Ulam, the Mizbeach. You see his head tilted, as we're going to see in the Gemara in one moment. That is the area that the Mishnah suggested. The Gemara wanted to say, again, Javlaz Rav Shimon, because that is the area of the Ulam Mizbeach. The question was, why not, is that not also Rebbe? Again, I, I, I'm sorry, I keep on saying, let me explain it clearly. Rebbe's adding on. So if A adds on to B and B and then C adds on to B, that means C is also adding on to A. So that means according to Rebbe, are you also allowed to do it in area A? Of course. He's adding on to that. So says the Gemara, it also could be Rebbe. That's not a problem because that area, this area between the Ulum and Zbeach, that little area, Rebbe agrees to. So Gemara said, no, the reason is because according to Rebbe, why are we limiting it to that area? It should be the whole complex. As you see over here, according to Rebbe, it goes all the way out. So the Gemara answered, you know why? Because it's just like according to Vlazbar of Shimon, it's not just the area between the Mizbech and the you really get all the way out to that wall. Let's go into the 3D picture. According to Lazar of Shimon, it's not just this one little area, let's say right by the steps, we'll call it. You really can go all the way to the right. Why do we say specifically there? Because afraid the Kain Gadol is going to get weak. Says the Gemara, that's the same thing according to Rebbe. Now, we can move on. Says the Gemara. So again, what's very important is number one is the Shechita is between the Ulam and the Zbeach. Number two is what's the reason the opinion of really anyone? Why specifically there? Because we're afraid the Kohen Gadol is going to be weak. It's for Yom Kippur. It's a long Avaita. We don't want it to have to carry the blood very far. Says the Gemara. The head is to the south and his body, I'm sorry, his body is to the south. 
and his head is, no, his head is to the south and its face, it's one way and then his face is turned the other way. I mean, the whole animal is faced that way. The whole animal is faced towards the Darim and his head is just turned towards Mayrim. How is this possible? You just turn the animal's head and everything is simple. Says the Gemara, why are you saying that? Why don't we place the animal... Why don't we just turn the whole animal? Why are we making the animal facing Daraim and turning its head? Why don't we just turn the whole animal? Answers the Gemara, very, very Gishmaka answer. The animal might use the bathroom. And if we turn it, what's going to happen? The backside of the animal is facing the Bezamekdash. And we don't want that. So we turn the animal in case it uses the bathroom. It is not a desecration to the Bezamekdash. Tan Rabbanan, about 10 lines to the bottom, says the Gemara. How does the Kain Gadol do smicha? Says the Gemara. It's in the north, upon of the Meirav, and it's facing to the west. He's standing in the east, upon of the Meirav, and he's facing west. He puts his two hands between the two horns. He could have nothing interposing, nothing separating. His hands have to be directly on the animals of Mizvada, and he says, and he confesses. What does he confess? Al Khatos and his sins, Avoin, Khatos. All different types of And included in this is the sin of Leket Shechan Veo, which are the items you have to leave over when you collect a different crap. You have to leave over the corner, you have to leave over the, the leftover bundles, you have to leave over the pieces of stock that fell by themselves. And says the Gemara, Umaisarani, and he confesses for Maisarani, Divir of Yisrael Galili. And the basic theme of all these items are these are all items that are regular lavim, lavim with an oinish, lavim with a punishment, and therefore in all these different averis, the Kohen Gadol is saying vidui for. Ravi Kiva, Ravi Kiva says no. Says Ravi Kiva, in oila ba, this carbon oila is only for ela ala say, for a positive commandment, or va'aloisa say shenitik la say, or for aloisa say, that is nitik la say, something that we've discussed many times. The simplest way of understanding it, it's like do not steal. Do not steal. And then says the Taira, the heishev is like zelo, return that which you stole. So it's a lav, it's a loisa say, do not, it's an Aveira. But then it's Nitiklase. The Torah tells you what the Tshuva is. There's no punishment for that. But rather, the Torah says how to remedy and rectify your situation. So says Rav Akiva, that is what and Oila comes for. What is this Machleika? Says the Gemara. But Michael Mifki, what is this Machleika? Rav Kiva and Reisek Lili. Amar Rav Yirmiya turning over to Lamevavam Abeis. Belav Dinevela Kamifki. They're having a fundamental Machleika with regard to the Lav by Nevela. Because by Nevela, what goes on over there is is that there is the, basically the question is is there Malkus for Nevela as we're going to see right now. Rav Kiva Savar Lav Ma'alyu. It's a full fledged Lav. It's a regular Avera. Rav Yisi Haglili Savar Lav Lav Ma'alyu. It is not. There will not be Malkus. Let's take one moment to see a Rashi to explain. Actually, see two Rashis. Let Rashi explain exactly what's going on here. So the top Rashi explains Lav Nevelu Dechsev. What does it say by Avela? I say Acharav. It says, don't eat Nevela. Then it says, give it to Agar. So is this a case of a nitik say That it says, give it over. With the way to rectify it at some level, it sounds like give it over to Agar. Not referring to Agar, a convert, rather referring to Agar Teshav, a guy that lives amongst the Rith. Mixed. Mist. 
Omiu, al karcha is a nitik lase. Ah, Rashi explains, it's not really nitik lase, it's not really rectifying the situation. If you are over, meaning if you ate the nevela, you can't then give it to a guy. So it's not rectifying your avera. The avera is to eat nevela. Then it says they give it to a guy. Giving it to a guy does not rectify the avera that one might have done by eating the nevela. Rather, Val Karchach says Rashi on the last line of the wide lines at the top of the Amud, Val Karchach asemei kara mashma. What is this iser? Lo isoi chelu kol nevela. Don't eat it. Ella, what should you do with it instead? So now there's a fundamental shayla. What level of lav is this? So Rebekiva Savar, la malyu. It's a regular lav, says Rebekiva. It's a regular lav. You get malchus. And it's the exact same thing as Leket Shechad as Rashi explains. Nami is an Asay. It's the same thing. You have to leave over these items for the Ani. And the Torah continues and it says, And you get Malkos Ve'ein Oyla Ba'alof. So according to the first opinion of Akiva, the carbon Oyla does not work for this. The reason is because it's a regular laugh. Whereas if you say, I no, and I'm sorry, there's also going to be Malchus. That's the first opinion of Rabbi Kiva. What does Rabbi Yisrael say? Absolutely not. Lav the Nevela. It's true. Though giving it to the guy does not rectify your avera of eating love. However, of eating the veil, I'm sorry. However, says Rav Yaisi, because the Torah wrote it after the Isser, do not eat the veil. Rather give it to a guy. It's true. You can't have the two existing simultaneously. Again, let's get to the parallel. When it came to stealing, one could steal. And then rectify it by returning it. So do not steal, rather return it. So you can do the Avera and then rectify it. Lava need the glass, say. Over here it's do not eat Nevela, rather give it to a guy. Giving it to a guy does not rectify the Avera of eating the Nevela. So says Rav Yaisi, but still, since the Torah wrote it afterwards, since the Torah wrote give it to a guy after the Avera of do not eat it, Therefore, ain like in a love. There's no Malkus, says Rabbi Yisraeli. Toldami the love the chasima is not like a regular love. Uba love oila, and the oila will work for it. The love the lucky shechobei anami is the same thing. Afilu arminan da say the basrei meikara umashma loy lucky a love. There's going to be no Malkus, and therefore the carbon oila will yes work for it. So says the Gemara. Again, we're trying to figure out the kind of saying Vidu. He's confessing on that first carbon. What does he have in mind when he confesses? Does he include? Lavim that have these malchus or not says Rabbi Yisrael a lav and a has no malchus therefore it is yes included in the carbon ayla and therefore will yes be included in the vidui of the kain gadol whereas Rabbi Kiva argues and Rabbi Kiva says no there is yes malchus and therefore it is not included in this carbon ayla again the basic idea is the carbon ayla works when there is no malchus says the Gemara three lines from the Bab Abaye Amar no Abaye argues the Kuli Amalav the Nevela lav Everyone old, it's really not a real love. And therefore, it does not get Malchus. And therefore, it should, yes, be included in the Karbanayla. It's a different Machlaikas. The Machlaikas is a separate Machlaikas with regard to what level of it is. It's not a fundamental Machlaikas whether every time the Torah writes what to do with the Isser, like by Nevela, whether it's called the real love, that's not their Machlaikas. Like it's really both Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yisrael 
Glili hold that there is no Malkus. Rather, they're arguing locally with regard to Leket, Shecha, and Peyo. Says the Gemara, now the Gemara, Tanurabonon, Kitsan Misvade. Now we have to figure out what was the precise wording, what was the precise order of the Vidoy. As when we learned the Mishnah, we said that there are three words, Avisi, Peshati, Chatasi, and we'll define what they mean, which is what we're going to do right now. So says the Gemara, Tanurabonon, Kitsan Misvade. We're about seven lines from the top. How do you say the Vidoy? Avisi, Peshati, Chatasi. The first opinion, which we're going to see in Rameir, says the order is Avisi, Peshati, Chatasi. The second goat, which they sent to the throne off the cliff, they said the same thing. First vidoy, then go first then This is very important. Moshe Rabbeinu, he's the Makar, says the Gemara. What did Moshe Rabbeinu say? So the order seemingly goes. Rameir, the first opinion, Rameir says first we talk about avoynois, then pshayim, then chatayim. We purpose so did not define what those words mean, which we're going to do right now. That is the opinion of Remeyer. Come to the Chachamim. Says the Chachamim. First say the Chachamim. Let's define what these words mean. After we define the words, they're going to have a bomb question on Remeyer. Says the Chachamim. What do these three types of errors mean? Avainais. You know what an Avain is? Iluaz Dainais. You do not have on purpose. V'chenu Aymeri. Karis to Karis and Evashai. The soul will be cut off. Avainai ba. That's sin. Pshayim. What's the level of Pshayim? Ilu Hamaridim. So who rebels. Not just on purpose, he's rebelling. He rebelled. The Levina rebelled. For all their Averis. Elu. I'm sorry. What's a chatos? Ilu ashkagos. That's inadvertent. That's by mistake. Pchenu oimer nefesh kisechat abishkaga. So we have three levels, says the Chacham. Avainais on purpose. Pshaim rebelling. Chataim by mistake. Those are three levels. What did Rameir say? What was the order? Rameir taught us that the order was avainais. Shaim Chataim. So what does it come out? Says the Gemara. Says the Chachamim back to Rameir. You first said, Zadain, God, please forgive me for my Averis I did on purpose. God, please forgive me for them when I rebelled. And then you say, please forgive me for, I mean, mistakes. That doesn't make any sense. Says the Chachamim, once we know the translation of these three words, it comes out very strange. You're first asking forgiveness for purposeful. Then you're asking forgiveness for rebelling. Then you're saying, please forgive me for inadvertent. That doesn't make any sense. Says the Gemara, says the Chachamim, they argue on the order of the words. Again, Rameir said the order of the Vidu is nice. Say, Avainu Pesha, like Maish Rabbeinu. Say the Chachamim, Elekachayim is vade. Chatasi, Avisi, Upashati, Lefanechani, Ubeisi. The Chachamim are now changing it. They're not saying Avoin Pesha and Chataim, but rather says the Chachamim, Chatasi Avisi Pashati. First is coming the Chataim. First is coming that which was done by mistake. Then is coming Avisi, that which was done on purpose. And then is coming Pashati. Then is coming that which was a rebellion. So the Chachamim are changing the order. Again, one more time. The Chachamim are saying, um, Chatasi Avisi Upashati, they're concluding with the rebellion, which of course that makes a lot of sense. First, forgive me for that which I made a mistake. Then forgive me for that which I did on purpose. And then forgive me when I rebelled. 
Again, the same order. Again, so we have three Makairas like the Chachamim that it goes in order of severity of sin, first inadvertent, Shagig, then Mizid, and then re- rebelling. But what's the obvious question? What about Moshe Rabbeinu? That was the Raya for Rameyer. No, he say Avinu Vesha Vechata. Moshe Rabbeinu seemed to have said the order of Rameyer. So it says the Chachamim. You know what it means? You read that pasuk wrong. The pasuk does not mean Avin Pesha and Chata going in order of three types of Averis. Rather, the pasuk of Moshe Rabbeinu means Amar Moshe Neikadosh Baruch Hu. Rebai Neishalaylam Bishashi Yisrael Chaitim when they do Averis the Vanecha Vaois in Tshuva and they and they repent. It does refer to three types of Averis. It just means when they do Avera A and B, make it like C. And now it makes a lot of sense why C is the lowest level. So we're asking Hashem to make our regular Averis, the rebellion and the purposeful Averis, like C, like inadvertent Averis. That is the Chachamim. So the Chachamim changed the order and they go inadvertent purposeful rebellion. Of course we pass Answers the Gemara the Tema would have thought Mr. Taima the Rabbeir. Rameir makes a lot of sense. To come aside like Kram, here at a Pasik the Moshe. Kamashmlon like we pass like the Chachamim. We'll conclude with one story. We did not come the Rabbi of Avi Krameir. There was someone who actually did like Rameir. Omar Lay, so Rabbi asked, Shavkis Rabban about this Krameir. Omar Lay, Krameir, Svirle, hold like Rameir, because the Chlev Zeva writes the Moshe, because the Pasha understanding of the Pasha of Moshe is like Rameir. That's the Machlaik, is a fundamental Machlaik, is the order of the Vidoy between the Chachamim and the Rameir. And of course, we bask in like the Chachamim, although there are different Nuschayus in the, in the Siddur. We'll pick it up from here tomorrow.